this week on the podcast, we talk about the good, the good, and the better. We talk about what has been giving you life during quarantine. We also talk about what is the secret sauce of joy. Hope you enjoy it. Sooner Catholics podcast. I'm here with Matt Schmerber and Trevor Barreca. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me this week. How is everyone doing? It's a pleasure to be here, baby. We love we love just another sunshiny day here in Norman OK. And when you say here, Trevor, can you specify exactly where you are at this moment? <laughs> yeah, so I'm currently uh, at my house, which I don't want to re- release to the, the <laughs> fans in case someone tries to track me down. Specifically within my house, I think Alex is trying to hint at that I'm in a closet because the past few weeks, I've been roasted time and time again for my audio, and so I'm taking extreme measures <laughs> to make my audio better by sitting in a dark closet <laughs> next to Mackenzie's clothes. So the, that's where I'm. The at. main question is: Does it have to be dark? But before you answer that, Matt, how are you doing? <laughs> doing great. I uh, yeah, for everybody who's listening, it's like we we're always on a Zoom call as well, so it's just like me and Alex getting to watch Trev in this pitch black room. <laughs> <laughs> There's no light in the closet. It's hilarious. That's awesome. This week I polled students and we had a number of topics come up, but the one that we're going to be talking about is how to live life well during quarantine and specifically what is giving you joy during this quarantine? What is giving you life? But before we catch up with that, let's talk about our hobbies that we picked up this week. We talked about gardening, photography, and running. How, how have those been for you guys this week? So for gardening... Um... Kyle and I actually decided we, we called our, our landlord because um, we are currently renting the spot that we're at. And he actually approved for us to go out and spend a certain dollar limit. So I'm going to Lowe's later on and we're going to buy like mulch. We're buying flowers. We're going to do all of the garden beds in our, in our front Wait, yard. Wait, your, your, landlord, your landlord paid you to do that? And he's going to pay us to do it for him. So it's kind of cool. Like we were talking about it in the podcast last week and Kyle, Kyle and I were throwing ideas back and forth. Um, we were like, how, how can we get into this? And yeah, it turns out we're going to get paid to do it. So ho- hobby turned into new business venture. <laughs> how about that? So <laughs> Only Matt, only freaking Matt would go into a hobby and be like, yeah, somehow I'm going to make money out of this. I, I know. And it, Hillary and I are doing the same thing. It's just, uh, it's coming out of our pockets, but it's, just not, it's not quite the same feeling. It's not quite the same feeling. Trev, how has the, how's the photography been? It's been really good. We, I actually went to the Wichita Mountains on Saturday, which is in southwest Oklahoma. Beautiful, beautiful, like, mountains and, and different rivers and lakes. And we, Kenzie and I took, like, our kind of normal hiking gear, and but then we brought um, my camera with the two different lenses in the back. And we just, yeah, traded off all day taking pictures of different things. And so that part has started well. The editing of said pictures, uh, I am still clueless. So that, that's, that still has to be pursued. <laughs> But we at least took the first steps of taking said pictures, which was really, really fun. Uh, we actually walked in downtown Norman as well on Sunday down Main Street and nice. just took random pictures. So between the two of them, it was really fun to just, yeah, to get outside. It, it got me outside a lot. And it was cool to kind of be thinking creatively like, oh, what would frame like a really good shot? Or mm-hmm. what else could we put in here that would be look really visually appealing? Um, like myself. So, yeah, Edit that out. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, so whenever you're taking photos, <laughs> what is Mackenzie doing? And then whenever she's taking photos, what are you doing? <laughs> that is funny. Hey, man, let's just say we're just, we're just back there coaching. We're shouting out, no, 
to the left. You're tilted. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Backseat, backseat photography. Um, well, yep. let me ask you this. Did you guys do these hobbies because, I mean, like, was it helpful knowing that we were going to check in on him this week or would you guys have done him regardless? Well, I've been saying I wanted to get back into photography for the past, let's say, year and a half, and I haven't, and I did this week. Oh. So I would say that it, Random. it was helpful. Oh, helpful, helpful. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I think it was helpful, um, but Kyle had been talking about doing this gardening for a long time as well, so I think we would have done it either way, but this, for me at least, put it on the radar as like, hey, this is something that I want to do, particularly with her, and not just make it her thing, but maybe a both of us thing. And it got both of us really excited. Like awesome. Kyle did like a sketch of like our, our front flower beds and everything, like on a piece of paper. And she was sketching out like, this is how I want it to look and stuff like that. And so she's getting really into it. She likes design and uh, stuff like that. And, um, you know, I just do the manual stuff, I guess, but <laughs> that's cool. It's, it's my way, my, my way of contributing. But, that's super yeah. good. Um, I went on about three runs in the, in the past week. Uh, which is three more than the normal. Uh, I'll send you guys this before we started recording. Uh, I've lost 20 pounds since January 1st. And so, which is, which is nice when you're running with 20 less pounds. Uh, yeah, I went on a two and a half mile run, which like for me is just like really, really far. Like I, I don't ever run that, that much. And I was definitely encouraged. And there was a few days I was like, damn, it's the last thing I want to do. And I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna have to check in. Um, but each time I ran, I, I was happy that I did. So, I honestly, there's something too like that, that setting, setting hobby, setting a goal for that week. I really enjoyed it. So maybe we can follow up on that again. All right. What do you do? What do you do whenever you run? Just out of curiosity. Do you listen to music? Do you just like look at the scenery? Like what do you do? Uh, listen to a podcast, but not ours. Is, is it, is it our <laughs> podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, speaking of, can we, can we just go around real quick? And if you've listened to our last week's podcast, can you say I, I, Okay. Why is there one, only one eye? There's only one eye. There's three of us. Not, not, uh, not to worry anyone, but even, even the hosts hey, are not listening. Get <laughs> out of here. I, I can think of so many other like, funny examples of like, it's not, that I, it's not that I wouldn't, or it's not, it's not that I wouldn't pay my taxes. I just, I just haven't. And, and people, some people call that tax evasion, but it's just like, I'm thinking of so many scenarios like, oh my God. <laughs> too good. Too good. Okay. On this joyous note, Let's bring in the question of what has been giving you life during this quarantine. We're going to focus on the good, the good, and the better this week. So what's been giving y'all joy and life during this quarantine? I- I'm not going to try to list all at once. So I think it gives you just a little go around piece. But um, with that being said, can I have the floor for the next 20 minutes? <laughs> uh, but but um, I think one thing that's been bringing me life for sure. I mean, like I said, so we went out to the Wichita Mountains on Saturday. And I think what was really cool about that is sometimes I've gotten stuck in the house and not moving. So getting out and doing that, I just reminded me of, of how important it is to be outside to, to explore God's creation, especially because hiking is something that Kenzie and I actually got to know each other and started to fall in love amidst mm. hiking and camping and things like that when we lived out in Colorado for a summer. So it was really cool for us. I think every time we get to go on a hike, on a mountain, it, it returns us sort of to the, to the origins of our relationship, which is really beautiful. That's cool. And I think just getting a good sweat, being physically tired as opposed to mentally tired, maybe eyeball tired from Zoom. It, I think that the physical soreness from, from hiking the mountain and, and kind of bouldering made us feel really good. So, yeah. And I actually really, this is kind of weird. One, This is a random fact about my life-giving activities. It's not specifically just hiking. That is good. 
what really gets me hype is when I see kind of a cool like cliff or, or, or a part of a mountain that you can only get to from some sort of boulder climbing where you have to kind of just scurry your way up the rocks and there's not like a lot of good footholds. I don't know. The challenge of the rock climbing part of that really gets me hype. I, don't, I just turn into this inner mountain goat and start looking at it and evaluating like, where can I go? Um, I love so it. So that was super fun because there was exactly a cliff like that that I climbed up. And this Which... guy looked at me. <laughs> this guy looked at me. He, he, he was like, why are, you, why are you going up that way? It's way easier this way. And I was, I was mm. like, no, 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 don't worry. Don't worry about me. Do your own thing. <laughs> Which is hilarious because you are six foot four and 220 pounds. <laughs> trying, trying to scurry your way up the side of a cliff. <laughs> hey man long arms baby dude what 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 the cliff is for you the running water is for me and so i I love getting getting to see those scenes and it's very life-giving i'm gonna go on a limb here and say that for for matt is the mountains and we won't get into the reason why in this in this podcast but just know the mountains are are close to my man matt's heart am i right there matt actually close to my my forearm (laughs) (laughs) we'll get into more later i love it i love it Matt, what's been giving you life during this quarantine? I think off the top of my head, the first thing that came to mind was this past week, Kyle and I did a barbecue. We've been having, um, we've been just cooking like a lot of fun food because we can't go out to eat. And so, or, or we can't go to church and the church is having lots of different meals catered like Sunday supper or things of that nature. And so Kyle's been cooking some amazing things. She did like pot roast. She did enchiladas. She's just done like a couple of really good meals. And I had some inspiration to just do like this backyard barbecue. So like sliced up all these veggies, made hamburgers, and then grilled them over the open pit fire mm. in our backyard instead of like a normal grill style. And so like I was smoking them slow, like over the, the embers and like Liam's out there playing, just having a great time while we're cooking. And Kyle and I are just like reminiscing. We're like, this is just the best. We're, we're just like so full of life because we're outside all day. The weather was just beautiful. Kyle and I put on some music just in the background. Like it just felt like a summer barbecue. And yes, it was just the three of us, like our little family joking, having great conversations. Um, we were talking about our dreams. So like, part about our relationship is that Kyle and I have been together for like nine years mm-hmm. and we've been married for closing in on three three of those nine years and we still are discovering each other and like we've we haven't figured out each other completely we don't know each other's dreams completely or totally and like talking about like who do you want to be and like what do you want to do with your life and like how have things changed in the past year and stuff like mm-hmm. that I say like that barbecue brought yeah. so much life and, awesome. and that was one time where we were doing we were doing hamburgers and we did another one like where we, we did a little outdoor barbecue and we we like smoked some brats and like had had brats over the open fire so God, i just say, I like, should have eaten lunch it, it was amazing that sounds awesome so we're just we're just cooking lots of good food man that's super do you guys do that normally at like let's say like thursdays at 8 p.m or kind of yeah what's your time no <laughs> <laughs> it's like when, when when can we expect so do you usually funny. do like usually do like five to six servings yeah, or more of like, like do y'all seven, do seven like, to nine servings. Do y'all deliver or is it curbside? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my, making my, a business out of a, another hobby. <laughs> I love it. My, love uh, it. my high point for like this week and I think quarantine in general, well, maybe, maybe just the past week or two because my, my daughter was baptized a few weeks ago. So that would be one of the biggest highlights. Last week, just like one of the absolute best date nights that we've had in such a long time. Shout out to, to Joanna boys for us this week. And at one point I was watching all three kids. 
we had the time of our life. We start off at BJ's, getting their getting their half off large pizza, which for oh, thirteen bucks fed the whole family, and so you, you can't go wrong with that. And uh, and then we moved from that into we, we drove to the duck pond near OU, watched some ducks from a safe distance because you can never tell how they're going to react. <laughs> and, and the scenery was beautiful. Those things are vicious. vicious. For for another for another time. Absolutely vicious. Tell them now about you. <laughs> Your 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 affinity for the ducks. No, yeah, I think there was one time I came with like three three loaves of bread, and these these ducks were were looking more at my my arms and my legs. <laughs> these, they were so hungry. They they've been fed them forever. It was just they were chasing after me and my kids, and so distance. And then we went to the Bake Bear, and we got some yummy ice cream sandwiches. I'm not getting compensated at all for dropping these these local restaurants to you, but delicious sandwich from from Bake Bear. Then we went home, we turned on the, the, the patio lights, the light bulbs that we have in our backyard. We poured a glass of wine because we we're of age and we, we streamed uh, two episodes that we just absolutely loved. Uh, and uh, gosh, it was just such a good time. We got there until like 1230, midnight, you know what I'm saying? Like not in the afternoon, we were, we were there until midnight, which for, for parents, <laughs> parents of three kids, I mean, we were having this the best time. So that was, that was a high point for me during this quarantine. So thank you all for asking me that question. I wanted to, to kind of get into this question of what else is going to be like a highlight for you or what is a good mindset or action for you so you can continue to have these life-given behaviors during quarantine. So for you personally, what's something good to keep in mind for you? I'll go first. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, for, for me, <laughs> that was good. I love it. I feel like a professor in class. I, I sympathize now. But I, for me, something that's really important so that I can thrive during quarantine and, and do some things that are life-giving is I need to put away my phone more um, and stop multitasking so much, right? So for me, it's like checking social media, that's checking email, checking text. It is, gosh, I'm ashamed. I have a problem with texting and driving, just whether it's like I'm looking at Spotify, whether I'm, I'm looking, scrolling through text or whatever, um, I struggle with that. So just in general, multitasking of doing two things at once, primarily one of those is going to be my phone. And so I know that if I'm going to live my best life during this quarantine, I need to put my phone away more often than not. What about for you all? I think one habit for me that I've talked about this in the past, but waking up early to, mm-hmm. to read, what has happened, and that this happened today, um, is that inevitably I, I normally like, I'm notoriously someone who doesn't, like, I, I, I've been growing in this, the ability to, to do this well, and I will continue to have to grow in this. But I'm notoriously someone who has a hard time saying no to things and, and has a hard time kind of like figuring out when the right time to prioritize my, I guess, self desires or, or goals are. Um, and so what has happened in the past few weeks is I think I've gotten about two reading days in out of five of those mornings that I'm waking up at six because I'll be doing something else instead at that mm-hmm. time. Whether it's preparing for something that I didn't, I, I kind of just said, well, whatever, I'll do it the next morning at six or whether it's, you know, doing the dishes because I didn't do it the night before because... I decided I, I didn't want to do it or, or whatever. And so I normally like I've carved out this time for my growing my mind and growing, you know, my, the things I'm passionate about learning about. But instead what often happens is I, as I use that as a crutch to kind of take care of whatever miscellaneous things that I didn't take care of during the day. So I think what I want to do is to preserve that time more, more fully mm-hmm. by saying no and being okay with letting people down. Like whether or not it's it's perceived that I'm letting people down or whether I actually let them down, just being okay with that because it's going to happen from time to time. Like even to the extent, I mean, y'all get this now. With I mean, how many times have you had to let students down or let like yourselves, you know, a friend yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to call down or stuff like that because you have to say yes to your family and your kids. 
I think I'm starting to, to grow in my desire to get better at that. So practically speaking, habit wise, I think what that looks like for me is first and foremost, protecting that time in the morning. That's for my self-development. Yeah, that's solid. I love it. That's a really good one. Matt, for you, what, what do you need to keep in mind or continue to practice in order to, to live life well during quarantine? I just really enjoyed spending a lot of time um, listening to audiobooks, nice. which is just kind of a weird one. But like whenever you ask the question, it was one of the first thing that popped into my head because it sparked so many different conversations I've had with Kyle. Like I'll just be thinking about stuff throughout the day. Like oh, I'm starting my day thinking about this book that I've been reading or this book I've been listening to. So a little bit alluding to like what Trevor's talking about these early morning, listening to a podcast, listening to a book, listening to some good material to start the day, mm-hmm. getting a workout in, starting the day with prayer. Oh, this man's going off. Go. I know. Well, it's just, that's the typical morning schedule I've got right now. And I'm, I'm able to have, and so it just good. sets up the rest of the day, like amazing to the point where, yeah, the quarantine actually started this off for me because I used to wake up in the morning, go to the gym straight away. And I realized like going to the gym, takes up a lot of time because of the travel back and forth and I'm able to like stay home and get a workout in and then use that extra time to listen to a book or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've just tried to make the most out of it while also realize like, Hey, I really like, I really like doing this. And this is something I want to do even after the quarantine. So yeah. Yeah. So just good, good and better. Like, honestly, I think that after the quarantine, I'm just excited to continue this. Like, I think totally. I actually built kind of a habit that actually I'm excited to continue post quarantine versus just thinking like this time is isolated part of my life. I want to end the quarantine and keep doing this thing. That's awesome. So, I, I love, yeah. I love what you said of like, when, when you read, you see that you and Cower kind of talk about new or like different things. And uh, what's really interesting is like the, that is not the case when you like watch a new show or when you're watching a new movie. It's like, like by yourself, you're not like, Hey, so I was watching this show and this is what happens. You can't really initiate like a new kind of conversation that's engaging with someone by quoting a show or a movie as much as you can a book. Um, you can be like, remember that funny office episode? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well later, you know, and it's like, but with a book, it's like, yeah, I've been reading this book. I've been reading this book. Like, and it's all about this and this. Like, what do you think? And then just boom, starts a conversation. So I love it. Right. It's not like just cheap jokes. Right. And then you laugh and you kind of move on, which, which I mean, yeah. sometimes there's nothing wrong with that. It's just time and place. Right. But I think some of the deeper conversations we're having that are making our relationship really fulfilling right now. Totally. Are not coming from the shows we're watching. It's coming from the movements that are taking place like in our souls and our hearts and absolutely through reading through prayer different stuff and then every once in a while you have you do have like a groundbreaking movie like nacho libre that that seems to somehow meet that deep need in all of our hearts (laughs) (laughs) i was about to actually say not nacho libre but uh (laughs) but uh kenzie and i have been watching and we're not getting an endorsement for this either but uh we have been watching the chosen i don't know Mm, if you guys have heard of this it's on youtube it's a it's a series it's they're filming it about the life of Christ. And so the episodes go through different characters that you don't get a whole lot of exposure in the Bible. So right, Nicodemus is a huge character in the show, or you cool. get a really like in-depth look at Matthew's life as a tax collector or things like that. It actually, I, I, I was skeptical in the beginning because sometimes I am skeptical when it comes to these sorts of things, but it's been really, really solid. Historically, it's been really, really solid. Mm. I think looking into the life of Jesus and the way that he interacted with people and Kenzie and I, again, I'm not saying this is the case with most shows. Cause it's not right. If we watch parks and rec, we don't have some kind of riveting conversation afterwards, but with this show particularly, because it's about the life of Christ, we've That's actually cool. found ourselves yeah, reflecting on like when we're praying in the morning, like Kenzie even told me this morning, 
that she's like, wow, I feel like this show is adding to my prayer because I'm thinking more about these scenes and stuff. So super. if you're watching The Chosen, that could be your exception. Maybe. That's super. <laughs> that's super. On, on a little little lower level, Hillary and I love to watch Masterpiece Classics on, on PBS. And, and it's, just, it's just really good media. That's like has like a lot of like psychology and a lot of like influence that um, like whether it's like through faith or through like social class or whatever, just like good thought provoking things as well. So on a lower level, Masterpiece and a little higher level, Chosen. And, and why not? Why not both? And then Nacho Libre, if, we, if you have time. One thing that I was thinking was, give me a second to recall what it was. Hmm. Oh, y'all talking about books. I, I have been recently reading this book. Actually, I just finished it because not, I didn't actually finish the book. I'm finished reading it because I'm just done. And so it, the book is called, <laughs> <laughs> the book is called As I Lay Dying. <clears throat> I think it's like by Marshall Faulkner. And uh, it's like this classic and so we had it on our, on our bookshelf. I'm trying to do some more reading. And so I get 100 pages in. And um, I'm not going to call it trash because it's a classic. But you know, you know what I'm going to say. It's trash. It was not good. It was not good. The way it's written, the way, <laughs> the way it's written is garbage. You just lost like half of our audience. They're just, they're just like click. <laughs> it is just not good. It's written like country. It's like, it's like, Ma, Pa, I said that I was. And you said that you were. And if I is, then how can I ain't? And it's like. And then, and then like, I look up some notes on analysis. And like, this is the deepest discussion that, that there's ever been on, on death. And I was like, what? And so anyways, not, not all books are equal, if we can just leave it at that. And so I asked Hillary, I was like, should I keep reading this book just to say that I finished a classic or not? And I realized that, that was maybe one of the worst ideas that I've ever had. So I, I, started, reading, <laughs> I started reading Crime and Punishment. And so we'll see how that goes. It's a Fyodor Dostoevsky, a Russian author. So we will see. But I think that'll be much better. I'm actually um, remarkably impressed at how well you pronounce his name. I would have murdered that. I, have <laughs> I read the I read one of his other books, The Brothers Karamazov, and after after reading like seven hundred fifty pages or whatever of his, I was like, I should probably learn how to say his name. <laughs> but one thing uh, that I think has a joy across the board is that the three of us actually were able to get together the other night at a little social distancing small gathering that honored that honored <laughs> that honored their setting. So we it was basically the three of us six feet apart um, with Father Jim, also six feet apart, and a seminarian, and uh, it was it was really amazing to see you guys after after so long um, in person no i don't know if i have any additional commentary it's just good to see y'all <laughs> yeah it was really good hey, you know we've seen each other a lot over these zoom calls or maybe not even a lot but at least somewhat but it does it is just something you, you talk about like this idea of incarnational like in the flesh right like the, the idea that christ has come to meet us i feel like the few times in the past month or so that i've seen someone in this kind of social distancing setting it's reminded me of maybe the value of that that we often take mm. for granted when we're used to it dealing with people every day but i think a point of prayer for me lately is seeing like how valuable these little social distance gatherings are i realize the need to, to kind of experience this level of intimacy that might not even come from the conversation but just being in the same place and sharing like in a similar i guess struggle together mm. yeah super good i wanted to get y'all's thought on on this it's not a complete thought i don't know i don't think it's a hot take but i want to get y'all's thoughts on this in general Someone approached me a few years ago and was like, Alex, you just seem like a happy person. How do you be happy? Like, how can someone be happy? And so I wanted to, I had three thoughts I want to run past y'all. One of one is what, we're, what we've been talking about and kind of to see the other two, since that's kind of a, the point of this thing is we're talking about joy and happiness. I know that they're different. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, but listen, here are the three thoughts I've, I've been having. One is you can't have joy apart from God. So there, there needs to be the spiritual element. There needs to be, uh, daily, honest, consistent prayer. We, we talked about that last week. Okay, boom. That's uncontested. That's one of the three, baby. We're third of the way down. The second thing is 
I think it's important of how you're handling hardships or struggle or controversy. Like what, what's, what's causing you like the, um, you know, the most pain or, or struggle or whatever, big things or small things or annoyances, frustrations, and looking at how you're handling those things and being authentic of, is there a better way I can handle this? Can I ask someone for help? Do I need to uh, vocalize my struggle with someone and, and vulnerability? Do I need to um, just simply step back with the situation and try again? So the second part is, is looking at what's, what's difficult at the moment. And the, I'd say the third point of happiness is, am I continually incorporating small things that bring me joy on a daily or weekly basis, right? And, and that kind of gets into like, am I ordering life well? Am I, and am I ordering my desires well and, and being temperate and being balanced? But just like these things of like, am I listening to audiobooks? Am I working out? Am I reading? Am I going on date nights with my wife? So I, I would say that those three things are the components of, I think, a joyful, happy life, right? First, based in prayer. Second, looking at how am I handling my hardships? And then the third, am I incorporating these, these good, joyous moments on a regular basis? What are your guys' thoughts? What do you feel like is, is missing or lacking or... Um, yeah, what are, your, what are your thoughts with that? I think like maybe last week, maybe the week before, I talked about just doing one small thing and making small changes that lead to, to massive change. And so I think one part of happiness is keeping track of those small things and, and measuring the progress as you grow mm. and, and always comparing yourself to where you've been versus going forward. I get lots, I, I derive lots of joy, like what you're talking about that. It's not just happiness. Happiness is it comes from the word happenstance, right? It's like, it's kind of like rolling the dice. Like one day you're going to roll the dice and you're going to have a good day just because like a friend is going to like do something like surprise you with a gift or, um, the weather's going to be incredibly nice, whatever the, the way to consistently have good days for yourself is to just control the things you can do. And so it's like, if you're making measurable progress where you're like, actually, you know, I, I don't want to be like such a slob. I want to get out and run. And you go and do it like you were talking about, Alex, earlier. Like, I mean, it's awesome. Seeing you so joyful, you're like, man, I, I got three good runs in. And I didn't want to do it, but I went and did it. How much more joyful are you? Because it's like you, you have this bit where you not only can you, like, trust yourself that you're doing things to help yourself, but, like, you're also achieving things that you know are good for you. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Like, I, I love that. And so I think that's a great point. Yeah, for myself, it's just like, keeping up with like these small measurable things and returning to them not like too much like scrupulously maybe like once a day or like once a week just reviewing being like am i making some good progress in my life and i get a lot of joy out of yeah that. it brings huge. me a lot of peace yeah that's huge I, i've i've heard like uh comparison is is a thief of joy and and but mm -hmm. that's explicitly when you're comparing against other people this idea of comparing mm -hmm. against yourself is is like that way to measure personal growth which leads to a sense of joy and accomplishment. I love it. I love it. I think that's a great point. Trevor, any, anything else to add or, or commentary on that? Yeah. I'm thinking about specifically the second point. I think that's a, that's a <clears throat> right. Like if you're, if I'm looking at myself and identifying <clears throat> where, where are the days that I most don't live out of this joyous heart? It's often the second one that most trips me up. I think mm. how I handle stress or adversity. Um, and I think, that that is, I think once like we've kind of accepted the premise that our lives are, are, are bound up in God and that we desire to know him more. The first is like readily acceptable, I think, to most people very quickly. Like what? And now I'm not saying it's acceptable to the world at large, but once you kind of have right. this moment and be like, man, I desire to know the Lord more, you will accept that you must bear this this continual relationship with him, that you must pursue him as he's pursuing you. Well, first be pursued as he as you pursue him back. But the second part of like 
how to handle adversity and trials within that light, I think takes a lot of time, like seeing the, the interplay of these, these kind of like daily kind of stories or, or climaxes of, of, you know, good and evil or things that are happening in our life as bound up in the first. So, right. We mm-hmm. see like these struggles, we see these, these sorts of issues or, or the things that bring us anxiety. And I think choosing to see like how, instead of looking at it, like, Oh, this problem is going to wreck me which is often how even today, like I've seen like that desire kind of come in or or that, that impulse. But instead, I think that the, the way to growth or the path to growth and and joy is seeing like these, the the second part, like the trials, the tribulations as bound up in your joy, right? This is actually from the book of James to quote, this is one of my favorite verses counted all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of various kinds. And so he's not saying that like, you know, trials come almost like, exteriorly or 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 as like an added thing outside of your joy but that they are intrinsic to you experiencing greater joy um so that if if that makes sense i I think to kind of expound upon that second point is that yeah these like difficult things will happen how you respond to the challenges and adversities in your life actually i think should be bound up in your desire to see god's plan like overarching over everything happening and see that he's somehow using these challenges to understand his love more um which is something that i totally like fail on every day. Um, but there's been really cool, like Matt's talking about with this looking back, I can see that I've at least grown in that a lot this year when I looked over the course of the year. Super. I love it. I love it. And, and for me that the third point of incorporating daily, weekly sources of joy, I think has been, has been really important uh, in my life. I think listening to a, a fellow podcast and uh, they were talking about good, good fatherhood and how a good father brings his son into things that bring him joy. And uh, yeah, I think just even like this podcast, it it brings me joy. I know it brings you guys joy. And so being able to share that with each other, um, but also just like simple things that Trevor and I were talking about throwing the old Frisbee um, in the intramural field and something that brings both of us joy and bringing bringing each other into that. And definitely being um, important for me as a father of like what what brings me joy and inviting my kids into that. So the other day we watched like Finding Dory um, and Finding Nemo and because they're kind of a two for one there. But um, that was a lot, was a lot of joy. It's like watching a family movie, having a charcuterie board. There we are. And just hanging out on the couch, cuddling under a blanket and, and eating some snacks, man. It's just, it's just awesome with my family. It's one of my, one of, it's one of my, one of my things that brings me joy with my fam. So, um, no, I love it. Okay. To wrap up this week, what's, what's one thing and one takeaway you want everyone to hear in, let's say, 12 seconds? I would say next time something difficult happens in your day, choose to see it as God giving you an opportunity to trust in him more, which will grow your love and happiness and joy. Hmm. Boom. That was a 10 seconds. Beautiful. Matt. That, that was a good little sound bite. Mm. I'm like trying to process that as I listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll have to go back and listen to it. Luckily we're recording. this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that peace comes from, just knowing that you're doing God's will and knowing that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So just staying true to like your current responsibilities, the roles that we got to keep up with. And then also just asking ourselves on a daily basis, like, what am I doing for the other people in my life? Like, how can I serve someone else? Because if we're sitting around bored or we're sitting around isolated or we're sitting around just moping, thinking about ourselves like a pity party, we're, we're wasting an opportunity to be growing and the ability to love other people or to be able to serve those around us nice for me i would say just to take a second to identify both the positive and negative thoughts and actions that that i'm doing right now like what are the thoughts or actions that that are helping me live quarantine well and what are the thoughts or actions that are detracting from the life that i'm seeking all right 
that is the end of our podcast this week, boys. Thank you again for joining me. It's always a joy in my life. And so I will talk with you boys soon. Ciao. Hey, thanks for having me. Love it. Give me, give me time to reflect on that as I'm I probably that'll make I'll set a topic for my for my dumps for the next couple of days whenever I'm taking a That's what I'm why, why, why is this the <laughs> thing I, I already know our first I know our first clip for the bloopers no I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell him I literally I'm gonna tell him I That's won't messed. upload it I will not upload it if he uploads it. <laughs> you can hear that. Oh, three loaves of bread, and these these ducks were were looking more at my my arms, my legs. <laughs> these, they were so hungry. They they've been fed them forever. I was just they were chasing after me and my kids, and so I had to. I was like, I'm sorry, Oliver, but you, I need you to slow them down for me. <laughs> no, not, oh not really. Oh, not really, but it was it was really scary. Anyways. It's like it's kind of like rolling the dice. Like one day you're gonna roll up or roll, roll up. <laughs> one day you're just gonna roll. You're gonna roll the dice. And like, no, it's roll out. Sorry. Okay. Roll out. <laughs> oh my! God. That's so funny. I know. So me too. <laughs> me too. And I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. That's so funny. All right, 16 minutes in, right. zero content. Jokes have been subpar. Y'all ready to get into this?